hundreds of alleged drink driving cases have been adjourned over a legal challenge by a man who happens to be a Romanian national in this case who wasn't given details of a breath test, a breathalyzer test in Irish. Evan O'Dwyer from O'Dwyer's Solicitors in Ballyhonas in County Mayo is on the line. Good afternoon to you, Evan. Good afternoon, Jonathan. I'm just reading this report, and not specifically the case involving this individual, but if it is the case that, uh, you know, this falls foul of the fact that the Irish language version of the breathalyzer report wasn't handed over, doesn't that fit the classic definition of a loophole? Uh, Technical loophole, it does, absolutely, Jonathan. And it's not the first time that... A loophole has been identified and it won't be the last time either because of the seriousness of these types of charges. So in this circumstance, what should happen um, if somebody uh, is arrested on suspicion of drink driving? They're brought back, having failed the roadside test, to a Garda station for further analysis. And it's the intoxilizer, the thing you blow into into the Garda station. What should happen? What should happen is that um, the the breath testing device is um, provided to the Garda by a body called the Medical Bureau of Road Safety. And they are standard machines which are uh, posted uh, in regular um, Garda stations around the country. Now, there are operators who are members of Garda Shia that use these devices, and they are taken through like you would in a, a startup program on a computer through a series of steps. And each of these steps are set down by the Medical Bureau of Road Safety, the Garda simply complies with the steps and each person who asks is asked to provide a specimen of the breath must do so. Now, if you park that for a second, then you go back to the administration of law in this country. Uh, you are uh, entitled as a citizen of the country to have a law placed in front of you in the first language of the country, which is in Irish, and in the second language, which is our, <clears throat> our mother tongue, which is English. And from time to time, um, there are discrepancies whereby laws are not uh, published in both formats. And Mr. Staines, who is one of the most eminent uh, criminal solicitors in the country, has identified this as particular as a particular loophole here where the uh, reading that comes out from the breath testing device at the conclusion of the, of the analysis only comes in English. And in this instance, he has addressed that to Judge Conal Gibbons who, as a district court judge, mm. said that he felt he was sympathetic to it, but at the same time he wanted the opinion of the High Court in order to give a copper to copper fasten the view that he was formulating. Okay. Now, the the, the problem that most people will have with this is that we should be looking at the spirit of the law here yes. rather than its technical application. We don't know whether this individual he was a Romanian individual. We 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 can't assume anything, but maybe he didn't speak Irish, so why would he have gotten the printout in Irish and why would it be necessary for it to hand over? It is one that perhaps the court might look at the spirit and intention of the law rather than anything else, which was to convict people who drank and drove. Yes, that's absolutely true. And sometimes courts do look at that. But equally, there is an obligation on any accused person uh, to be able to test the law. And if there are shortcomings in the law, or the way the law is administered, or the investigation that arises to get to the point where you can prosecute somebody, Mm. then the person can do that. I I, I spoke with someone uh, only recently who spent some time in a district court on another matter, and Mm. and they were watching what was going on in terms of people who were turning up, uh, and they 
procession of people got in and said, uh, I didn't receive the fixed penalty notice in the post and mm. the judge struck out the case. And this happened time and time and time again. And the fellow who stood up and says, yeah, I got it in the post, ended up getting, what is it, four or six penalty points. Yeah. Like, Is it a case that these loopholes are identified, a load of people take advantage of them, and then they change the law to reinstate what should have been there in the first place? Well, look at the solicitors and defence criminal solicitors can sometimes be portrayed as bad guys because um, we find these problems and you're quite correct. It's like puncturing a hole in the dike and there's everybody flows through it until such time as the, the hole is, is resealed or it's changed or whatnot. Look, given the nature of road traffic law, uh, it affects every single person that gets behind a wheel, whether it's a, a, a licence or a penalty point or getting caught drink driving or whatever because it affects everybody, because it it comes into everybody's home, because it, it affects you driving, it affects your livelihood, it affects your children, your wife, your everybody else belonging to you, it's always going to be under the maximum amount of scrutiny. And because the, like in this instance, if this man is convicted of the charge, he faces a minimum period of two years off the road, a maximum period of up to four and beyond that off the road. So if you take it into your own house and you say, look, I'm going to lose my license for minimum two years, how does it affect you? Mm. How do you get to work? So that's why we have to scrutinise all of these things to find what we can. OK, we'll leave it there. Evan O'Dwyer of O'Dwyer Solicitors in Mayo. Thank you for that. I'm sure a lot of people have an opinion. 53106.